well-known pimp, narcotics king, big-time racketeer, back in full force. This could be one of the big moments in your life. Don't make it your last. Look, this thing might be bigger than even we think it is. Do you need an upgrade to the soundtrack to your life? Perhaps a song from a film or a tune from TV. My name is Gap. Exploding Head Movies is here to give you sounds from the cinema, along with the songs that will be defining your future and those forgotten classics that need a little rescue. Come on, baby. Monday, 7.09 p.m. on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver.
Hi, everybody. Hyveilta. Hatsimech. And a very pleasant good evening to you. Wherever you may be. It's time for Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program found here on Vancouver's Atomic Campus Community Radio Station. C-I-T-R. Your voice of the University of British Columbia on 101.9 FM. We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from the traditional, ancestral, and unceded Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus. And that would be the Point Grey campus. It's, uh, there are various CBC locations, not only within the lower mainland we broadcast to, but throughout the province. So our signal takes us through a whole bunch of the Hunkameen-speaking Coast Salish peoples. So from Lions Bay to Bellingham, Washington. West past Point Grey and the dipping south across the Salish Sea to all the ships and creatures in the water. With our friends over at CFUV at the University of Victoria are not overlapping since we do share the same frequency. CITR signal then heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley. Though CIVL on 11.7 cuts pretty close on the dial. We also broadcast up through the sky and deep into space. For as long as this planet and this station continues to emit noisy waves for all to hear. And our signal dives down well into the underground from where we come from and from where all good things bubble up. Telesoptip subscribers can tune into CITR on their television sets on channel 7023. At least that's the story in Western Canada. Otherwise, in all these places and ever else the internet takes you, find us on the web at www.citr.ca. There you'll see the Exploding Hit Movies show page, found easily on the schedule under Mondays. And you'll find track listings and downloads for this episode once the live broadcast is done, along with most of our recent ones going back to 2014, and then a hodgepodge throughout various website iterations. Going back 16 years, almost. You'll also find a link to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Music, and we're also on Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, Geosave, and Stitcher, Spreaker, and various other services. Those are available for the times you can't listen live to the Crystal Wireless, or then the Shoutcast stream through the website. My name is Gak, and I'll be your creator and destroyer of worlds for the next two hours, so let us all become one with the fun, and you should have received your complimentary and newly regulatory Geiger counter in conjunction with the broadcast of this episode. If not, well, you'll need to find a crackling wand to figure out your localized radiation situation. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live, 604-822-2487. After the area code in T9, that spells out U-B-C-C-I-T-R. Do keep it short and sweet to the point that since this is a single-person operation, the person speaking to the mic is queuing up multiple devices, recording what's going on, quickly researching things in case breaking news pops up. But otherwise, the focus is what you hear right here. But you can email anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. Exploding Hemmies is on various social media. Maybe they're still blocking the station, the Associated Magazine, the Discorder. At least based on being news and not wanting to pay for us and fun stuff like that. But that's why we have the website. Find out what you can there. Otherwise, on Mastodon, 
100-A-I-R-E at M-A-S dot T-O. 100-Air at Mass dot To. We started off with Massive Attack and off a 20th anniversary remastered edition of their 1998 album Mezzanine. We heard Angel, which has been used in epic forms across many films and TV shows. I would say Snatch probably did it the best. And... As we think about what the Bristol Act was going through at the time, the key thing that jumps out from that song, which highlighted their move away from pure trip-hop into almost like industrial waters, and it featured the guitarist Angelo Bruschini. Big part of the Bristol scene, he's probably most famous as being a member of the great new wave art rock act, the Blue Aeroplanes. But he also played with the members and rim shots. But he joined Massive for Mezzanine, and then 2003's 100th Window, also toured with them extensively. But he had been fighting lung cancer multiple times. Alas, that's what took him October 23rd this year at the age of 62. The band, utterly saddened by it, but he is with good company. Especially with his wife on his deathbed. Massive Attack actually will be doing some shows, mostly in England, as 2024 approaches. Definitely have not heard any recent music from them in a while, but aside from the odd single, dearly missed, but still active. And in the background, this is Mark Shreve, and off the 1985 album Legion, this is Flag, and it's a double G at the end there. He was a member of acts like Redshift. He worked briefly with Tangerine Dream, wrote several library music albums, so those are drop albums that... Various shows or films can just pay for a license generally and just put music at whim. Even worked with Samantha Fox in the 80s pop heyday after being a page three girl and whatnot. As we noted before, Mark Shreve passed away last August. Or earlier in August. Conflating which August it is, but he was 65 years old. It is the fifth night of Hanukkah. Menorah is up here in the lower levels of the student nest as the fencing team are practicing. It's the fencing club, not the team. Everyone's learning. But of course, the main news here on campus is it's exam time. So you'll notice that a lot of the student programming here at the station kind of on pause a little bit as everyone has to study, do their last minute filing and studying and taking the tests. So good luck to those of you underway there. It's also a fortnight away from Christmas itself. But we'll circle to the idea of Hanukkah, the first part of the show here. Kind of leads in a little bit of what we're going to talk about, since uh, as alluded to with some of the phrasing at the beginning here. We're going to look at the film Oppenheimer, which came out this summer. One of the big films that came out. And don't worry, in three weeks we'll talk about the other one that came out. And Ludwig Göransson's score to Christopher Nolan's latest film, Definitely has some solid violin highlights there. And yes, Hanukkah. Last year we did our first ever, uh, not annual, but first ever Hanukkah-specific episode. If you're curious, it's episode 629 from December last year where we looked at music from Fiddler on the Roof. But as we know, and as I'll tell you shortly, well, maybe after some songs here, Hanukkah tends to move around a lot. Last year it definitely lined up nicely with Christmas, but... It's earlier this year, so 
That means the candles on the menorah have to be lit just a little bit later, but it's all good. When it comes to Hanukkah, one of the most famous bands that like to tie themselves to it is Aboka, New Jersey's Yola Tengo. They're in the midst of their annual eight nights where they play concerts with various guests. Originally, it was at Maxwell's and other venues in Hoboken, but since they all shut down, they've moved to the Bowery Ballroom in the Lower East Side of Manhattan and in New York. And yes, they're all sold out. And their most recent album came out this year. It's called This Stupid World. And this song kind of kicks things off on it with a great little driving beat. Drive is in the name of the title here. This will be Yola Tango with a Sinatra Drive Breakdown. You're now listening to Exploding Head Movies, broadcasting live from the realms of Studio A, that radio station that lights up all your candles. This is CITR, 101.9 FM, Vancouver.
to sell you some billionaire's favorite book or Heather's top picks? Then you should check out Vancouver Books. Vancouver Books is a new online family-run bookstore. A portion of their profits go to First Nations Reconciliation and Environmental Projects in British Columbia. They provide their customers with the most interesting books in fine arts, signed first editions, First Nations photography, fine ancient books, occult, and so much more. They also provide carbon-free delivery to anywhere in the Vancouver area. So go to www.vancouverbooks.ca to check out Vancouver Books today. That's www.vancouverbooks.ca.
Vancouver's own Haley K. Turner with a single that uh, came out in 2021. Although in the past couple weeks, a new version came out and a live acoustic version. Haley K. Turner with Intangible Things. Kind of a response to Adam Sandler's uh, The Hanukkah Song. For a while there, the shtick behind Sandler's song there was that, yes, there aren't a lot of songs about Hanukkah, at least in the pop culture vein. I've been doing more research. There's tons of songs, but Turner kind of alludes to that with what's going on there. And the story behind Adam Sandler is that, yes, originally the Hanukkah song was part of Saturday Night Live, and he put that in as part of the Weekend Update. But it also became inspiration for an animated film in 2002 called Eight Crazy Nights, as directed by Seth Kearsley. Apparently Adam Sandler did respond to the song, so with the usual grace that we'd expect. So yes, Hanukkah. Lines up with the lunar calendar, but uh, in contrast to the Muslim calendar, where Ramadan and all the other Muslim holidays drift throughout the solar calendar. So number Ramadan moves all the time, which makes it a little bit uh, complicated when you're dealing with the fasting during the day. So in 2024, Ramadan will be happening in March. But with Hanukkah, the Jewish calendar resets itself, so there are leap months that allow the harvest schedules to realign with the occasional one. So Hanukkah ends up usually primarily being December. So as we say, 2023 is ending, but in the Hebrew calendar... The year 5784 started back in September. Behind me, this is the Kilometer Club, and off of a new album called Open Skies, this is a City of Angles, and it's part of a recent wave by the Toronto Ambient artists' work with singles and albums. But in 2021, he put out his own Hanukkah album called A Lasting Light, an ambient Hanukkah. And this is where this next song can be found. Here's the Kilometer Club with the first movement of a lasting light. This is called Enough Oil.
an audioscape to put your mind at ease? Landscapes by Dune is a musical journey through sampling and field recording. From the busy streets of Toronto to BC's picturesque landscapes, the Belgian artist recorded an array of sounds during his travels across Canada. Landscapes will be released on Pop Qatari Records Bandcamp on December 8th and will be available on all streaming platforms on December 15th. For more information, check out at Dune as Dune on Facebook, Instagram, and SoundCloud. Ava Nagila, Ava Nagila, Ava Nagila, Venesmaha, Ava Nagila, Ava Nagila, Ava Nagila, Venesmaha, Ava Naranena, Ava Naranena. Ava naranena venesmaha Ava naranena Ava naranena Ava naranena venesmaha Uru uru achim Uru achim balev sameach Uru achim balev sameach Uroachim balev sameach, Uroachim balev sameach, Uroachim, Uroachim balev sameach. Ava nagila, Ava nagila, Ava nagila venesmacha. Ava nagila, Ava nagila, Ava nagila venesmacha. Ava naranena, Ava naranena, Ava naranena, Venesmaha, Ava naranena, Ava naranena, Ava naranena, Venesmaha, Uru, Uru, Achim, Uru, Achim, Balev Samea, Uru, Achim, Balev Samea, Uru, Achim, Balev Samea, Uru, Achim, Balev Samea, Uru, Achim, Uru, Achim, Balev Samea. Ava nagila, Ava nagila, Ava nagila, Venesmaha, Ava nagila, Ava nagila, Ava nagila, Venesmaha, Ava naranina, Ava naranina, Ava naranina, Venesmaha, Ava naranina, Ava naranina, Ava naranina, Venesmaha. Uru, uru, achim, uru, achim, balev sameach, uru, achim, balev sameach, uru, achim, balev sameach, uru, achim, balev sameach, uru, achim, uru, achim, balev sameach. From 1956, An Evening with Harry Belafonte, that was Hava Nagila. Great standard parts. 
the Vanity Jewish Party as the dancing speeds up. Belafonte passed away in April earlier this year at the age of 96. We profiled the Calypso Giant when he passed away. So there's plenty from Beetlejuice and Exploding Him Movies, episode 648 from May 2023. In the background was the Vancouver artist John Oliver with a track that he released on Remembrance Day. Featuring improvisation using the Ener, E-N-N-E-R synthesizer. This is Stop War. Appropriate for Remembrance Day, but also released in the wake of what's been happening in Israel and Palestine over the past little while. So, trying to recap what's going on there is always difficult, but at the very least, if we were hoping for a truce as part of the hostage release from Hamas... Well, at some point, the hostages stopped coming, so the attack on Gaza presumed, so. The connection to universities in a way is that you're running into various uh, presidents of American universities running into free speech issues. Some of them had to step down. Can't necessarily qualify what fully happened on that front since I'm still fully understanding because the news kind of happened today, but it have been building up for a little while there. But nobody wants a war. Hopefully we can get some peace soon. You're listening to CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Hopefully the holiday season is treating you well. Of course, everything associated with studying exams. And soon travel as well if you're going to go home or at least spend time with those near and dear to you as the year wraps up. And yeah, as I look at Christmas, next week we'll be doing our 16th annual Counter Christmas Carol episode, although I will be on the road myself, so this week we'll be spending working on that, trying to map out some of the 24 hours of radio art to be planned since that is now five or six weeks away. January 17th each year. The ITR turns over into becoming purely a radio art station. Noise, drones, any sort of experimental sounds. We'll try to figure something out. Mine might be on the more drone side based on some other people recently passed away, but gotta sketch that out a little bit and then work on that over the holidays. Of course, the other thing in mind as well, too, is try to do a year-end review show, although... Based on how the days line up, it'll actually be New Year's Day if I can get it done earlier so that we can get, get things programmed in place. But let's start to look back at some of the music that came out this year. Some of the stuff we'll introduce now. Of course, then leading to Oppenheimer with some themes there. And uh, one act that had a great debut album after a series of singles and EPs was Sofia Cortesis, originally from Lima but now based in Berlin. And this year she put out her debut album, Madres, referring to her mother. And uh, this track actually harkens to the renowned neurosurgeon who saved her mother's life. From Madres, her Sofia Cortesis, with an ode to a doctor. Vajgovshi. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that right.
Unfortunately, we're all human, except me, of course. This is Bijou Noir, and you're listening to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver.
With the B-side to the lead single from their latest album for that beautiful feeling, although it didn't appear on the album. It recently came out as a special vinyl 12-inch on its own. This is Chemical Brothers with All of a Sudden. Chemical Brothers got as close as Seattle back in April. I haven't seen them in many a year now. And if you think about how the electronica scene of the 90s and they came out with the block rock and beats, as it were, the past few albums they put out have been a return to form. And that might be by design, because they actually went back with the original samplers and instruments that they did during the 90s. So hopefully I get to see him again soon. And in contrast, the first time I saw him, hopefully I do have my ear protection, since for four days my ears rang, and I suspect that's why I have tinnitus now. Behind me from Montreal, this is Fumarol, and this is a cassette reissue of a 2019 release through the Vancouver label Hotem Sounds off of Nuit Jean. This is Un Charme. Most recent release from the artist otherwise known as Frédéric Duval, K 
came out last year called Sika uh, Dia. But uh, it's great to hear Hotem sound reissue some stuff that we would not have heard easily otherwise. Before I forget, shout out to the CITR Battle of the Bands winner from Shindig last year, last week. It's not last year yet. It's still 2023 for at least 20 days. So yes, after five weeks and 16 bands, the winner of multiple prizes is Worrywart. As far as I can tell, they just still have the one song on Bandcamp, which I played last week. But hopefully we get to hear more. You'll read about them in Discord soon enough. They'll work with CITR's affiliated label, Fanta Records. I'll probably see them pop up in many a way, but shout out to everyone who participated and went to Shindig this year. We will head to the Bay Area next for these next two acts and uh, some great stuff coming out of a mixture of Oakland and elsewhere. I know San Francisco is still crazy expensive, although is it Vancouver expensive? Well, I don't think that's a race anyone really wants to win. But uh, Abracadabra put out a fun little album called Shapes and Colors this year. And this is where you will find this song. This will be Talk, Talk.
you like sweet and sentimental stories and songs? Do you enjoy a pleasant chat and a giggle with pals? Then you're going to love our show, Love Notes, here on CITR 101.9 FM. Every week, a new guest selects a great love of their life. A sibling, a romantic partner, a best friend. And we get to make a show about the stories and songs that make up their love. Join us on this journey for the ears and the heart every other Tuesday at 10 a.m. The name of the show is Exploding Emmys. My name is Gak. You're listening to CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Broadcasting from lower levels of the student nest on UBC campus, specifically the Point Grey one. Past the endowment lands, almost out into the Salish Sea. Broadcasting from unseated Musqueam territory. You can't catch us on the FM dial. We're on Telesoptic on channel 7023. Streaming live at www.citr.ca. You'll be able to listen anytime through there or then as a podcast. From a 
single, although there are 16 tracks on it, so at this point it sounds like maybe the title track had this song as part of the single, but it also does appear on the full album. The album's called Akousmatikus, referring to the Greek mystics with the idea of where music comes from and then translating it away as music with no original source. We heard Salami Rose, Joe Lewis, along with guest appearance by Brijan, and the song we heard was Propaganda. Salami Rose, Joe Lewis, is the alias of Lindsay Olson, singer-songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, producer, but also a studier of planetary sciences. So, fun stuff, especially in combination with another Barry act we heard beforehand, Abracadabra, off of this year's Shapes and Colors. The song we heard prior to Propaganda was Talk, Talk. In the background, this is Natalie Holt. And from her score from season two of the Marvel series Loki, this is Ascension. We profiled Holt's music from Loki season one, at least in the past, in Exploding Habubis episode 568. From August 2021, things continue on with the Time Variance Authority as the trickster god of Norse lore, Loki, is now stuck as things fall apart, as the metaverse starts unfolding. The series continues on with the better sides of the Marvel Universe, although clearly there's still some contention to deal with with The man who can't be named, but played by Jonathan Majors, is up for trial for some horrible stuff. So it's curious to see where the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe goes, since his character Kang is supposed to be a hub of many things, but we'll see how things go, especially since superhero fatigue has definitely hit. There's a lot of movies that have come out in the past year or so are not hitting the highs that we're used to for the first few years of Marvel. But can only run for so long in many ways but we'll keep our eyes peeled for what kind of fun music comes from these series later on in this episode we'll get into Ludwig Göransson's music from Oppenheimer which maintains this level of drama but we'll head to Montreal next with this artist who's making her solo debut she's been in bands like Thus Owls and The Moth but she'll be putting out a solo album in 2024 through the Constellation label her name is Erica Angel, and uh, I don't have a name for the album yet, but a single has come out with its own kind of drama, as it were, and allows us to connect to some other angels later on before the nuclear themes kick in. Here's Erica Angel with The Dress of Stillness. And circling with the 
Can you hear that? The SOS to the world from the people of Ukraine. And you've never wanted to help more. Yet you've never felt more helpless. Here's what you can do. Give to the Ukraine Humanitarian Crisis Appeal. The Red Cross is on the ground to make sure your donation supplies food, water, shelter, and other urgent support. Show everyone affected by the Ukraine conflict that you hear them, loud and clear. Go to redcross.ca.
from this year's Angel Tape. Referring to what was sampled, passed around cassette to the Kansas City Choir, that was thought to actually feature the voices of angels, but of course, at the time, based on the cassette technology, the magnetic tape after each copy would degrade in wild ways, which actually made it sound more angelic. But sampling all manners of material from that, we heard Islaya, alias of Merya Kokkonen, off of Angel Tape, we heard a pulpit rising. Still need to actually find that original tape just to see what it's like. Well, maybe not the original tape. I'm actually curious to see what generation exists since this has been passed around since the 80s. Let's talk about some of the soundtracks available for purchase, download, or streaming this week. I'll leave the holiday film albums till next week's Counter Carol episode, so not fully complete here, but then again, based on the timing I have, it's rarely complete. But yes, at the very least, some of these may be out. Some of these may be coming out Friday. Do check where you find your music online or either your favorite record store. This list comes from the websites filmmusicreporter.com and soundtrack.net. As new releases go, this film looks to be highly tipped as part of award season this year. American Fiction, a score done by Laura Carpens coming out through Sony Masterworks. The latest parts of the stop-motion claymation work of Ardman, and it's a sequel, Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget, scored by Harry Gregson Williams, will be coming out through Sony Masterworks. Kim Hay Wan's music from Concrete Utopia will be coming out through Leeway Music and Media. Season 6, the final season of The Crown. That score by Martin Phipps comes out through Sony Classical. A Disturbance of the Force is scored by Carl Prusser of the independently released. Definite Star Wars riffs there. Fast Charlie, music by Phil Eisler. It's coming out through the Atlantic Screen Music label and film tracks. Mac Quayle's music from seemingly the controversial series Leave the World Behind. Because it's got an ending that is actually making the news. That music's coming out through Netflix. TV series My Life with the Walter Boys. It's scored by Brian H. Kim. It's coming out through Madison Gate. The miniseries Planet Earth 3. Music for that documentary by Sarah Barone, Jacob Shea, and Hans Zimmer will be coming out through Silver Screen. Tom Holkenborg's music from Rebel Moon, Part 1, A Child of Fire. That's coming out through Netflix. Sarah Barone is back. She's working with We Are Modular for the music from Silver and the Book of Dreams. They'll be out through Lakeshore. This film isn't tied to Christmas, but definitely harkens to winter. Society of Snow. Its score is composed by Michael Giacchino. It's coming out through Quartet Records. A new version of The Three Musketeers is coming out. Part 1, D'Artagnan. That's one of the three. Music by Guillaume Roussel is coming out through Milan Records. And then, the latest version involving a chocolate factory. It's actually a prequel. It's Wonka. Score by Joby Talbot and songs by Neil Hannon of the Divine Comedy. They'll be coming out through Water Tower Music. And then on the re-release front, the TV animated series Batman Beyond Volume 1. Score by four composers coming out through a dynamic soundtrack. Quartet Records is putting out a lot of expanded limited edition releases, including Ennio Morricone's music from Bloodline, 
James Horner's music from Dad, John Williams' scores from the TV films Heidi and Jane Eyre, and Michael Kamen's music from Venom. This isn't the Marvel Spider-Man series, but it's actually a 1982 crime movie. Otherwise, the rest of Sarah Band is playing a vinyl version of Tamar Kali and various artists' music from the documentary Little Richard, I Am Everything. Alex Efe's original score from Mandela, Long Walk to Freedom, is coming out again through Silva Screen. The rest of Sarah Band is putting out these next two soundtracks. Randy Newman's music from Pleasantville, the original score in a deluxe edition. And then, poorly looping, that's me. And then Serenity, a score by David Newman, also the rest of Sarah Band. As I mentioned, I'll leave off the Christmas stuff, even though I'm starting to compile them. Although, as usual, expect a little bit of bleed of non-Christmas and non-holiday music as part of the announcement of soundtracks for next week, but otherwise we'll try to stick with a Yuletide theme. But those are merely some of your anticipated soundtrack releases for this week. Behind all this time, and now cycling again, it's Toronto's The Wax Girl on off of their Soul album, 2015's Between Screens. This is Nuclear Winter. Nuclear Winter dealing with uh, one of the potential side effects of fallout from a nuclear attack. Something in the past few years we didn't really have to think about too much. But the idea of atomic wars and whatnot seems to be harking again as people are building up. There's threats of using various weapons in the arsenals based on the various wars going on, so... Somehow the theme of Oppenheimer rings true today. There's going to be a lot of music at some point. I mean, there was going to be a lot of music tied to nuclear and atomic things, including a band called the Oppenheimer Analysis, since it seems to recap a lot of Oppenheimer's life. We'll hold that for now, because Oppenheimer is widely tipped to be up for some awards, so some music I'm definitely banking for later, but... We'll go with a couple indigenous acts here, and then get into a long-form piece. Although I'll have to cut it a bit, but I'll talk more about that soon. But The Hallucination, previously known as a tribe called Red, they put out an EP this year called Path of the Heel, kind of riffing on wrestling themes, especially because Damien Abraham from the band Fucked Up pops up as something called the Alienation. But uh, The Hallucination put out two of the four songs with the Mashkawish Alberta Act Northern Cree. This is one of their songs together. So here's the Northern Cree, along with the Hallucination, with Atomic Drop. Then we'll head up to Nunavut for some more music.
slice of life art and gift shop is Vancouver's choicest destination for one of a kind artists made prints, posters, screen prints, riso prints, paintings, acrylic paintings, watercolor paintings, ceramic mugs, ceramic plates, ceramic bowls, ceramic pots, lapel pins, hats, toques, crochet bathing suits, jewelry, trinkets, knickknacks, hand-painted signs, curated thrift, and a bunch more stuff that won't fit in this designated block of airtime. Slice of Life Art and Gift Shop, located at 1636 Venables, just off commercial, open 11 to 6, six days a week. Hey, this is Kept, and you are currently tuned into Exploding Head Movies, one of my absolute favorite programs on CITRFM Vancouver. From her most recent album, 2022's Tongues, that was Tanya Tagak with Nuclear. In recent news, hopefully this is recent because, of course, date stamps are important, yes. After taking a four-year hiatus from touring, Tanya Tagak will be one of the performers at the Calgary Folk Music Festival's Block Heater, which will be running February 15th to 17th, so around the time of the family day, long weekend, so... Great to see potentially the throat singer from Victoria Island very soon. In the background, this is Arthur B. Rubenstein from his score to the 1983 film War Games. This is Nuclear Alert. Directed by John Badham, starring a very young Matthew Broderick and Ali Sheedy in an early computer hacking film. We profiled it in the past in Exploding Head Movies episode 408 from May 2018 when Rubenstein passed away. Also, here's some music from another great early 80s film, Blue Thunder. Before we get into the music of Oppenheim, I kind of want to dig up something that features uh, J. Robert Oppenheim's voice. And we can turn to Ryuchi Sakamoto for that. Passed away earlier this year. Something that we're still sort of processing. We'll talk a bit more about that later. In recent news, Sakamoto's score to this year's film Monster has come out, directed by Mirakazu Koreada, written by Yuji Sakamoto, though not related to Ryushi. 
Tied to a drama involving a mother confronting a teacher about her son's disturbing behavior. It won two awards at the Cannes Film Festival this year. That's one of the final films that Sakamoto worked on since he was fighting with cancer. Along with his artistry, ranging from his time with the Yellow Magic Orchestra, otherwise dabbling in pop and classical, he was actively protesting against nuclear energy, and particularly the waste. Of course, Japan had a very familiar experience with nuclear fallout. Since, yes, two bombs, those built at Los Alamos under Oppenheimer's supervision were intact. So all these themes come together from a 1999 performance of Life in Progress. This is typically known as science and technology, but it's also known as Oppenheimer's Aria. And we'll listen to that now, and we'll hear a specific sample from there. Thank you. 
destroyer of worlds. The 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 destroyer of worlds. We all thought that one way or another. That was just the first few minutes of a 16 minute part of Ruchi Sakamoto's life in progress with the various ages of individuals as they grow up through life. This one dealing with scientific technology, but otherwise it's known as Oppenheimer's Aria. Since Sakamoto sampled a 1965 recording of J. Robert Oppenheimer talking about how he came up with the quote about I'm become death. Ruchi Sakamoto died in March this year after a long battle with cancer. He was 71 years old. Oppenheimer's Aria pops up in the recent documentary about Sakamoto's life, mostly tied to his first recovery from cancer, called CODA. You can catch it on the movie streaming app, along with then a uh, performance that he did in New York around that time. Exploding Head Movies had a couple profiles on Sakamoto over the years, but upon his death past April, episode 646, dealt with some of his film music and 647 tackled some of his ambient work. Of course, Oppenheimer is the subject of a film that came out this year, directed by Christopher Nolan, starring Killian Murphy as the theoretical physicist who is tasked by the U.S. government to build a nuclear bomb to end World War II. Oppenheimer had studied abroad in many a place, but was born in New York, had a fond affection for New Mexico, and that's where the secret city was built, Los Alamos, to then build what would become the first nuclear bomb. And it was tested there and then eventually dropped on two cities in Japan. Oppenheimer, the film stars also Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, Robert Downey Jr., Florence Pugh, dozens of other stars as either scientists or other people working on what would become the real-life bombs. We've profiled many of Nolan's most recent films. I'm not going to list them all, but films like Tenet 
from Exploding Movies, episode 537 from December 2020. Dunkirk from episode 398 from February 2018. Interstellar from January 2015's episode 248. And Ludwig Göransson we've profiled a few times before. Swedish-American composer who broke through with his Oscar-winning score to Black Panther. And he worked with Nolan on Tenant since regular composer... Hans Zimmer was busy working on the Dune films, and the part two will be coming out in spring in 2024. Nolan gave Göransson the idea of using a single violin for the score. And from Vulture, and I think tied to New York Magazine, Nolan had suggested using the violin to capture the physicist's anxiety. Quoting, there's something with the unease of the violin, a fretless instrument, how you can go from the most romantic, beautiful tone in a split second to neurotic and heart-wrenching horror sounds. As Nolan was working on how to come up with the adaptation of Oppenheimer's life, a lot of separated timelines and different approaches there, but once he had the script idea in place, he talked with the visual effects supervisor, Andrew Jackson, about subatomic particle spinning and... Gordonson used that in that uh, the visual effects team went out early, filmed all sorts of footage, artful ways of showing particles, waves, chain reactions, bursting stars, droplets of molten metal exploding. And uh, he saw that they did the splitting of the atoms with the ultraviolet light. He was sitting in a dark theater, seeing this huge screen of these lights swirling around. And he was like, okay, this is what I want the music to sound like. From his score to Oppenheimer, we begin looking at Gordonson here with one of the most difficult parts that he found to not only write, based on all the changes, not only in time signature and instrumentation, but the hardest to perform, but managed to figure it out. This deals with the moment in Oppenheimer as he's expanding what to look at outside of science. And this is where you get the art side of things, where he's invoking the Bhagavad Gita. I'll talk about where Trinity comes from, but here's Ludwig Gordonson with Can You Hear the Music?
Ooh, all that tension there. As the old bomb was about to drop, perhaps. Well, spoiler alert, kind of. From his score to Oppenheimer, we heard Ludwig Göransson. First off with Can You Hear the Music, then we had a little bit of piano there, alluding to Oppenheimer eventually met his wife, meeting Kitty. And then we closed with Trinity, evoking the aspect of actually doing the test drop of the bomb in New Mexico to ensure that they could validate that it would work. And then hopefully end World War II in a horrific way. Trinity itself comes with the idea from one of Oppenheimer's favorite poets, John Donne. At the time, he was thinking about things like him to God, my God, in my sickness upon his deathbed. But there's another poem that begins with batter my heart, a three-personed God, with the idea of being chained to something. The narrator can be set three. Three-personed God would be Trinity. Oppenheimer opened in most countries just past July, of course, competing with another film that I'll talk about in a few weeks. Although one country definitely did not screen it, and that's Japan, since they bore the brunt of two of those bombs built in Los Alamos and Hiroshima and Nagasaki. But in recent news, the film will finally screen in 2024 with some additional guidance about how it works. Award Circuit is already in full gear with love for Oppenheimer. Gerenson's been nominated for three Grammys in February already. And the fascinating thing is that Oppenheimer is a massive figure, and you get the idea of a great man biopic in place. But both Nolan and Gurren said that the way that everything was approached, it was very intimate to the point that Nolan's first version of the script had everything written as the first person as, I am walking into the classroom, I am using the blackboard, I am describing how atoms and electrons work. As for Gurrenson, as I noted earlier, a single violin was used as the main motif. And the main player was Gernson's wife, Serena, who's an accomplished violinist, does a lot of session work. So as part of the rehearsals, they were able to go work together for hours in the studio and experiment. So they took the violin and then eventually the violin string section and used it in romantic and horrific ways. That's going to be it for Exploding Head Movies for this week. Coming up shortly, it's the Jazz Show with Gavin Walker, and he'll guide you to around midnight or so, so stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Monday evening. If you missed any of this week's episode, please visit the Exploding Head Movies show page. It's www.citr.ca. You'll find us there by searching. Otherwise, we have podcasts available around social media, but you can email anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. This cue is way shorter than I thought. In the background... This was Y.S. off of a beautiful album called Brutal Flowers. The track, which will now loop, is called Untethered. Next week, it's our 16th annual Counter Christmas Carol episode. Digging up music you that will not, well, you won't hear typically on other radio stations or malls or stores or even at the home. Well, obviously, we'll still tie it to the reason for the season and everything else that happens with it. And, of course, <clears throat> poking holes in things, embracing other things. But key thing we'll do is we'll profile music from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. But I got to work on that this week because I will be homebound for a while. Two weeks from now, it's Christmas Day. 
So get your shopping down. But uh, yeah, we'll dig up an old episode that's now available on the podcast for you to enjoy. Then New Year's Day also falls on a Monday. I have to pre-record that too. So in 2024, we'll look back at 2023. The movie that opened up at the same time as Oppenheimer, it's Barbie. So we'll dig up some of the music for that since Golden Globes were recently announced as that award ceremony tries to get back to relevance. We'll see how it goes. Anyways, we'll close with some more nuclear themes here with Georgia and Muldrow doing a cover of Sun Ra here. This appears off of a Red Hot compilation called Red Hot and Raw Nuclear War, featuring all manners of covers of the late great Saturnian jazz leader. Joseph Leinberg helps out here. Here's Georgia Ann Muldrow with Nukes Blues. You have been listening to Exploding Hit Movies on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Please remember to keep calm, be kind. Tis the season where you're looking out for each other, gift giving and whatnot, but goodwill to people, peace on earth, all that good stuff. But yes, happy Hanukkah. I'll see you. You'll hear from me in seven days. You'll see me in a few weeks. We'll figure it out. Bye. Yeah.